Welcome, everybody, to the 35th episode of the Rogue Transmission. Um, Pre-recorded this time in classic fashion because, you know, it's what we do. I'm Jeff. I'm just waveforms on this one. Uh, this is Dom. I do not have waveforms. I am here in my home office slash man cave. And I'm Christian. I'm in my living room, newly refurbished and renovated, finally, except for that ugly piece, if you can see that there. But yeah. <laughs> Neat, yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully everybody had. It's like nine o'clock. All right, this is gonna be a different, different vibe than the morning, yeah, the morning podcast. I uh, hope everybody had a good Memorial Day. Um, we we were not, we did not go live on Memorial Day, nor did we have a podcast. We kind of took a, a a week long break. We we've been pretty consistent, so we thought it was a good time. We we're also busy. That's the main reason why. But you know, Memorial Day was a great excuse to not record an episode. So, anyways. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about things this week. One day we'll have a a good intro. Um, so I, I I really do I really want to talk about this story, uh, a personal story about almost getting scammed into solar, but I'll save it for for a second. So all you people who came here based on the title, because I know I'm gonna put it in the title, just hold on a second. It'll be a minute. <laughs> There are other topics here to cover, and I, I don't want to dominate the podcast at least right off the bat. So, That's okay. you know, Dom apparently saw, Corella, Corella, I, I don't know, man. How, however you say it, what do you think, Dom? I haven't seen it yet, but I, uh, you know, it's a movie. You know, it was a movie that I forgot was being made, but in the end two words that I think that best describes this movie, at least for me. It was brilliantly psychotic. Um, And I say that because I think it was well made overall. Uh, Cinematography was pretty well done. Psychotic because this focuses on the Cruella character played by Emma Stone. uh, If you guys remember her, she's from Amazing Spider-Man 2 and all that. So anyway, she plays Cruella and it's kind of like her history how she becomes the, I guess, fashion designer of the 101 Dalmatians, right? Because in that, in those movies, she's like evil. And we're like, oh, is she just evil for the sake of being evil? No. In this movie, it really explains her backstory of why she's evil. It's not that she's evil. She's just, at least in this case, she's got some mental things going on. Like she, she's, she's, she's a bit psychotic, like, uh, narcissistic and some other things like over the top i i would say split personality and oh my gosh it was a little bit uncomfortable and i'm just like there were moments where i was just thinking is did disney really give the green light to make this movie like there were some dark moments there were some positive moments like a nice positive feeling and why not funny but other times like oh are they gonna go over the edge literally with this Oh man, I still question how this movie got made. Like this kind of movie, it's not like the uh, Maleficent movies with Angelina Jolie, where it's a different take on the story. She's not evil for being evil. She was wronged, and she's just angry with the world, kind of thing, right? And but yeah. she still, I guess, makes the right decision. At least the first movie. I never saw the second one, so I can't test to that mm-hmm. one. But this one, it was like no, like this character struggles from the beginning to keep this what her mom calls Cruella down to let Estella be the forefront persona be that character and at the end of like halfway through the movie something traumatic happens and you see her kind of looking up into the camera from her bed and you, she just makes this smile and she's doing this monologue this voiceover of, so the audience hears it and she, she just basically makes a complete willing willingness choice to go from good to bad. And that's where she hones in that Cruella uh, persona. And everyone around her is like, who the hell? Like, what What happened to Estella? Like, we like Estella. She's like, no, now it's Cruella. Like, this is who I am. Get used to it. F everybody. And it's just like, oh, my God, this woman's nuts. Yeah. So, 
overall, I liked the movie more than I thought I was going to, but it was just psychotic. It just at the same time, and it was just really interesting. It was like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker character, that whole psychotic take of the character that no one expected. And some people liked it, some people didn't. So that's why I say it's brilliantly psychotic. Did you see it in theaters or you watched it on Disney Plus? We, my wife and I, we went to go see it uh, at, at the theater. So it was okay. our, literally our first movie to see ever since the pandemic started. So yeah. it was a nice one. Where'd you Where'd you guys go? Uh, Maya. Okay, yeah. I went to go see Maya. Uh, I went to Maya to see Wrath of Man. And that was the first movie I saw. Uh, so what did you think of like, the, the whole experience of being back to the theater, watching that movie specifically as well? Um, overall, that was fine. The movie theater wasn't crowded. Um they weren't really enforcing the mask thing. Like, I guess the, the way I was told, like, yeah, we're in the lobby in the hallways, but once you're in the theater, you can have it off. And they space yeah. people out. Yeah. So it's like every so many seats were had to be empty, that sort of thing, which I appreciated. Uh, so overall, like, I was comfortable, you know, mm -hmm. no issues there. Um, it just seemed kind of dead, obviously, for a movie theater, but that's to be expected. Um, and we saw it in Dolby Outmost. Ooh. It's not a movie I would want to see in that kind of surround sound environment, but it worked. True, yeah. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate the movie then, after that being said? Oh, man. i probably rate it at an 8. That's pretty good. I was going to say maybe I thought you were going to be rated something lower because I think I feel like people have rated on average like a 6 or a 7, but an 8 shows a lot of promise, actually. I, I give it an 8 just because, like, how good the acting was and how well the movie was crafted in terms of like the pacing, the story development. I spoke to a friend of mine about it and he was like, Oh, everything you're telling me is what makes me think it's a terrible movie. Hmm. And I'm just like, that's fine. Everyone has their opinion. But for me, yeah. I'm just like, damn, it, it, it left me shook by the end of the movie. It was yeah. Like, whew. And that definitely like, it's a good reference that you made to the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, because that's what kind of seems like it's, it's the setup to become, how he became this legendary character that we, you know, we all know him, and we all know, of course, Cruella Deville from the Dalmatian movies. Um, so that's, I think, that's a good comparison. I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it uh, just because I'm a fan of the, you know, the live-action Disney movies that they've been making. Um, mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, Maleficent. I did see the second one; it's pretty good. Um, what else they did? Um, like Cinderella. I don't know if you've seen that one with Kate Blanchett. Um, that one is uh a phenomenal movie. That one came out like five, six years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw. I only saw that one once in in the theater. Same here. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but I just love that movie so much. I even have it like on like Blu-ray special edition or something like that. Just for some reason, I enjoy that movie so much. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing that movie. Yeah, yeah. Definitely some good actors. I can't remember everyone's names in it. Uh. But did you guys see the uh, Saving Mr. Banks movie with Tom Hanks? I did not. Dang know. it. Oh, dang it. Oh, I got to look it up. And sorry, my, my screen might uh, go completely white here. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm going to look up Corella Cast. But anyway, um, Emma Thompson plays, uh, I guess, the antagonist in Cruella. And she did a phenomenal job in this movie. Um Mark Strong was also in this one. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, so uh, I didn't expect that uh, at all. And some other uh, people like Joel Fry. Uh, Joel Fry, he played one of the goons. So we actually see the introduction of, of Cruella's goons in this one. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and yeah, and there's actually a post credit scene. Well, not really post, more like mid credit scene in this movie. Mm -hmm. And it potentially sets up a sequel if this they decide to go that route. But then again, wow. um, I won't I won't go more into that. It, it's just really interesting that they introduce a certain aspect to this movie. Hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely a phenomenal cast, and I think everyone did a good job. And Emma Thompson, she did a really good job of Cruella, both the good and the bad. That's cool. Um, speaking of movies, though, have you guys seen Army of the Dead on Netflix? No, but I want mm -hmm. to. I've heard things. I watched it probably the day, the night it came out, or maybe a day after it came out. Um, it's surprisingly really good. There's, uh, It's about two and a half hours long, give or take a couple minutes. 
Um, and Zack Snyder was the director. Dave Bautista is the lead. Um, there's a couple other people, notable actors in that movie. Um, and it's, it is a zombie movie to see. That's the, that's the genre that it falls in. But it's not like your normal zombie movie in the sense that, without giving anything away, there's very unique characteristics to the characters and the zombies that is not normal for most zombie movies, which I really liked. And I would definitely, after the movie's over, you'll see on the recommended below it, um, there's like a 20 minute like inside behind the scenes about the movie, which made me appreciate the movie so much more. Um, there's like one little thing that Zack Snyder says he has these lenses and he said that he ordered them uh, on eBay from Japan and the outer lenses are, um, no, no, the, the inner lenses are like 50 years old and the outer lenses are uh, like brand new Sony lenses. And so someone refurbished them and put them into these new cases and they're all full of imperfections. So like during the movie, you see like light bleeding into the lens and that's all because of the, the, the actual lens itself. Mm. And it gives it this unique, very cinematic, uh, beautiful look to a lot of the scenes. And um, the way he talks about the movie just made me appreciate the movie so much more than just being like a action zombie movie. It's, it's a really good movie. Interesting. I, I'm personally not too into zombie movies. The last really movies I ever saw that were like that were Obviously, the Resident Evil ones, but I only saw like the first two or three of that. And then there's this, what was it, Warm Bodies, that, oh, yeah. that love story one. Yeah. Um, but then over time, I just kind of got more and more disinterested. But if this is like a different take of that whole genre, I think that's a good thing. Because uh, I think there's just too much of that blood gory stuff. And like, especially like with Walking Dead, right? Like, yeah. it's it's definitely a saturated market. And I think if what you say is true it's definitely a nice change of pace i think yeah and i i mean i've seen like you said warm bodies and then i've seen um what's that movie with uh woody harrelson and uh oh yeah you know talking about Zombieland, and they, they yeah, made two yeah. i didn't see the second one the first one it's funny um but it does have like that gore aspect uh world war z a different take again but another zombie movie yeah just someone who just has unique aspects of the movie and the humans in it as well there's uh the characters are so different from like you know one to the next character and they all bring their different dynamic and it's just a very unique movie and it's it's good and it's a reason it it like i think it, it said uh it's leading to become one of like the highest viewed movies of all time on netflix oh wow so, which is huge um so yeah i mean it's just a reason why it is and uh yeah it's just it's a fun movie definitely not related to zombie movies but related to the sort of zombie trope yeah um i i finished the last of us this was the topic on our last mm. podcast episode and i started the last of us too i and i won't get too far into it because i'm still like in the beginning um without spoiling too much i'm like on day two right if so for okay. people who know what that means um and I, I love it so far i think it's great I've I've passed the big thing mm. or a big thing yeah. and I I maybe it's because I knew what was going to happen but I've enjoyed it and I I don't see what all the fuss has been about so far I think it's a vast improvement to the first game both mechanically and visually and all all that stuff um and I, I don't know I think it's good I think they they uh they're doing this whole you know you like a character, so we're going to do something to this character to give another character motivation. But because you as the player like this character, we're going to, you know, you get that same feeling of like, you're going to do the same thing that your playable character is going through. Anyways, just wanted to bring that up. Christian, I'm enjoying it. Maybe you will too, if you ever get to play it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do want to play it. And you kind of uh, opened my eyes a little bit the last time we talked about it because you know you were saying how uh, you know they're doing something that most game companies don't ever really do you know they just kind of keep with the same character like I don't know if you played the Uncharted games who was also made by Naughty Dog who did Last of Us like if they killed off Nathan Drake after the second game and we're like what the heck like we're supposed to play against something else um, who knows like that franchise could have been totally different um, it could have been loved even more who knows but with this I mean they took that risk and I think 
because I think IGN rated it like a 9.8 or something, or even a 10, I don't remember. But they rated it high. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely something different from a, a story perspective and from a, you know, the, the, the classic video game formula of you play either the hero or you play as this main person, you know, um, and to go the direction that they 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 went with the game. Um it's it's a very similar thing. I don't know if I, I doubt if you play Destiny two at all. Uh, but anyways, bit, uh, in the Forsaken DLC, which came out like three years ago or something, they kill off Cade six, which was played by Nathan Fillion. He was like the the most beloved character in that game franchise, and they killed him off, like actually dead dead. Um, that starts off the whole story of that expansion, and it makes sense because like. It sucks to lose that character, but as the player, you love that character, and so you have the motivation to go through the story, which is essentially just a revenge story, of you course. know. Um, and I think that's that's great. Um, I read something a while ago. I was like, don't be afraid to kill off your characters because mm -hmm. sometimes that's what you need to drive the narrative. Um, and so, yeah, so far, I I'm enjoying it. Again, I think like gameplay wise it is like it's like sony went to naughty dog and was like do what you did but like polish it up a bit like make it better like here's a lot more money do more yeah. and they did and it's awesome so far i'm enjoying the ride um despite you know the emotions so. yeah of course yeah I, d I definitely want to play it and i've been wanting to play last of us the first one remastered again um but I'm trying to play. I just finished Doom again, and then I did the Metro game, like I told you. And then uh, I'm gonna do Horizon Zero Dawn because I think they released the gameplay of the second game, and I haven't played the first one at all. And then there's this really cool game called Chivalry Two comes out in four days. That game looks crazy. So uh, and then Miles Morales, I still need to play. So I'm like, gosh, just too many things. Long lineup of games. Yeah, Sony's yeah. doing. I, th I think it's still going on, if not, like a big sale on a lot of their games. Oh, so, yeah. They're always um, doing sales. It's crazy. Like I, I picked up Days Gone, which I know has had like oh. mixed reviews. But oh, I love that game. Yeah, so it's I'm so excited to, to get to that after The Last of Us 2. But I've also heard The Last of Us 2 is like <laughs> a really long game, so it'll yeah. be a while. But um, kind of on the gaming news front, uh, God of War Ragnarok has been delayed to 2022. No, yeah, when that, I saw that, that makes me like, sad. Ay. But but also be happy that they are that they are delaying it and not releasing it undercooked, because yeah. the four, the God of War four was so good, and if they release this game and it's not it does not live up to that, that would kill the franchise. I think that'd mm -hmm. be very sad. Yeah, so it, it sucks. Yeah. Oh, go for it. I was going to say, and also uh, with God of War, that they confirmed that they're developing it for both the PS4 and the PS5. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, so I'm not as rushed to get a PS5 for this one. So, But then you have another year to do it, so you can yeah. still yeah. get that PS5. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, all right, that's cool. That gives me options, you know? Yeah, exactly, which is, which is nice. Yeah, and Horizon Cause... Forbidden West probably be delayed that yeah. they they said it they it might still be on track but it, it sounds like there's a good chance it's going to be delayed yeah. yeah that gameplay stuff um i guess we'll just segue into that sure. if we're all cool with it um i saw it uh, it was about 15 minutes long and mm -hmm. overall it was pretty stunning um my only gripe was that uh i mean that opening cinematic part the hair just clipped so bad into her body. It was just like, oh, come on. If this is PS5, you couldn't have addressed that. Mm -hmm. uh, but but whatever. But gameplay looked phenomenal. You know, I haven't even watched it because I just heard like, yeah, like it just kind of looks like the first game in terms of gameplay. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. There might be more stuff because I haven't seen it. But, um, you know, which is cool. Like, you know, don't, you know, if you got a formula, don't, you don't need to change it if it works. Although I do hope that they do change some things, which I won't. I won't spoil Christian for you. Yeah, I really want to. Play yeah, that game. Uh, but just some gameplay stuff. I'm like, ah, you know, it'd be nice. If... But, yeah, they, they yeah. at least with this game, it looks like they've they're gonna add some things that you can do, like 
combat wise and like even uh exploration things like that um but overall christian what you and i saw in this gameplay for the most part it's going to be pretty similar so yeah Honestly, I, I'm curious what they're going to do from a story perspective because one of the best things about Zero Dawn is this, like, not necessarily the, the 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 story, but like the lore, the world, and you discovering the world and, and everything that is involved in that. Like mm -hmm. the mystery as it slowly unravels throughout the game is was my favorite part, and I'm curious how that's going to work with this one without going into any details i'm just for those that know i'm, I'm curious you know like what are they going to do um it is like it's set in like san francisco i think which will be neat oh, okay you know an area that we're somewhat familiar with at least but <laughs> <laughs> um but who knows 2022 might be a, a good year for for games we'll see yeah definitely yeah. And then going going back a little bit to uh, God of War, you said Ragnarok. Um, as you guys know, I'm a huge you know Viking, uh, Celtic lore fan. There's a new show on Netflix. Season two came out a week ago this past Thursday. It's called Ragnarok. Uh, it's a Norwegian show. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, it is number one in like over 20 countries and number seven, I think, in the U.S. Uh, first season was awesome. I watched it two or three times and it's really cool it's pretty much a modern telling of thor um and basically without giving spoilers away this kid and his brother and his mom moved to a new town in norway and um one day this woman comes to to the main character and kind of gives him like this kind of blessing kind of thing and finds out he possesses the powers of thor you know and um really cool and turns out he him as the god thor has to fight the giants who have been ruling over earth for thousands of years without any opposition and so season two is picking up from season one and uh it's really awesome and um i just started doing a uh reaction series to it on my on my youtube channel so i'm excited to get those up so because it's, it's a really great show it's really cool and uh, i just love the country of norway is beautiful and uh, I love the language. It's really cool. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's, it's, really, it's a good show. And then Kratos comes in and just wrecks everyone today. <laughs> that's the last that's the season finale. Yep. Oh, man. Now, that, that's pretty cool, though. I'm probably going to have to watch that because I'm slowly getting more into Norse mythology because of, actually, funny enough, because of God of War. Mm -hmm. um, and um, just learning, trying to learn a little bit more about that and there was actually uh, a few months ago, I was looking up some YouTube videos about Norse mythology and just trying to understand a little bit more of, of that that lore, that myth, and just trying to see where everything comes in. And it was some pretty fascinating stuff. Like, uh, not to go too much on a tangent, but like the frost giant Emir in the lore is Odin's father. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what? That's nuts. And then apparently Loki has like two different origin stories because yeah. you got the Celtics, you got another uh, cultural group where they kind of adopted the Norse mythology, but they had their own spin to it. So Loki in one story is Odin's half brother. And then Loki was something else uh, in, in Norse mythology. So it was pretty interesting stuff overall. And I find it fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I'm a huge history buff and in, in, in just in general. I mean, I was big into medieval stuff, but as I've gotten older, I like, I've been huge on Viking stuff. I mean, I have Assassin's Creed Valhalla in front of me, um, and that is uh, amazing history in it. And uh, there's another show on Netflix called The Last Kingdom, which they're filming the last season right now. Mm -hmm. That's all about how the Danes invaded England in the 5th century um and uh i mean they're i mean they're were had norse origins and so you know they always a lot of them will carry thor's hammer on there as a necklace and as a pendant all that kind of stuff so mm. it's just it's just so cool all that kind of stuff and that's a big dream of mine to go to those countries and, and visit those sites but yeah so cool yeah definitely beautiful stuff yeah it's great Nor norse pythology and things that gets really confusing. It's always just like, there's the main guy who has sons, and then they have sons, and then they have sons, and they it, it's so it's a lot. 
I know there's a dog that has a sword. You know, that's a thing. Oh, that's a Norse mythology. I know there's a dog called Fenrir. I don't remember him having a sword. I just know in Dark Souls 2, I think, <laughs> Sif. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And that's a part of some mythos. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, cool. Well, I guess I'll tell my story now. Um, it's going to go all over the place because it has many parts and... I'm going to try and explain it as well as I can because it's been a few days. Um, okay. But when I, when I saw this all on the on the page, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be interesting. Let's see what happened." <laughs> I was yeah. well, at first. I was like, "Does that mean anybody who gets solar is being scammed, or is just like he it was like a ruse or something?" So I'm really interested no. to see. I, I guess full disclosure: I am an advocate for renewable energy and solar, <laughs> and if you can afford it, it's awesome to get it. I don't have it. I'd like to have it someday partially why this is an almost got scammed story and keyword almost um but i want to talk about it and maybe also for our friends out in the fresno area this might serve as a warning to you but i doubt any of you who listen to this who happen to be in this area would ever run into this thing i i have Uh, a theory of where this is going and if i'm right or even if i'm wrong i'll explain my theory but jeff i want to hear your theory yeah you gotta see before i continue i I gotta i gotta know uh, okay, so I don't know if I've ever told you, Jeff. I might have told you, Christian. Uh, back at our discovery days, I did have a second part-time job. It was weekends only. And basically, my title was with a company called Solcius or something like that. And my title was Solar something special, something like that. Basically, on the weekends, I would ride a... I forgot the damn little machine. The machine that had the two wheels and the whole handlebar thing. Segway. Segway, yes. I had to ride a Segway with a group of guys, and we'd go neighborhood to neighborhood, go on people's doors. I remember this. And basically, kind of like door-to-door salesmen, but we're not selling anything. Literally, we didn't sell anything. We had to try to get their contact information to give to our boss so they can contact them. Yeah. And that was what I had to do for like four or five months. I hated the job, but it improved my public speaking skills and got me out of my shell of like being really timid and all that stuff. Uh, so I appreciate the job for that. But I do not recommend that job to be a long-term thing for anybody. It was just uh, the worst thing. So anyway, my theory is, Jeff, that some one of these guys came to your door on a, a weekend segue. on a Segway. <laughs> it was like, hey, do you want to talk about solar kind of thing? You, the, uh, yeah, you're pretty close. There was no segue though. Um, wow. So, and, and your so Dom, your thing was 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 that like an actual company that you were working for, and like that was the company that would install the solar panels? Uh, basically, yes, if I remember correctly. So my specific job, like I said, was to go to the basically to determine if the house would qualify physically. For solar mm-hmm. panels that there was any uh, trees obstructing the rooftop it had adequate sunlight hitting it and then i would get the person's contact information and then uh my manager at the time would contact them to talk about okay what is your pg&e bills for the last 12 months here's what you do or do not qualify here's what your your monthly bill would be or whatever it was right I will admit I was the worst at it because I got zero contacts in those four months. Everyone else managed to get two or three or five in a day. And so ultimately I was let go. Whatever. It is what it is. But that was essentially was was my job. And that kind of job literally gets a bad rap because it's literally the door-to-door salesman type position. No one wants that. No one wants to talk to those people. Heck, I don't want to talk to me if that was me coming to my own front door. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of like that, but way more scummy. Oh, boy. I, yeah. So, story goes, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And uh, my wife is getting ready to leave for work. We're just hanging out in the kitchen talking. And we get a knock on our door. Now, here's the thing that you should know about my house. Um, There is an entryway area that's like still outside, but it's covered, right? Mm -hmm. There's this entryway area and it's uh, it's kind of like just a a safety kind of area. I'm trying to think of what the proper term is, but basically it has like a a metal, it's all like metal framed, you know, and there's a metal 
metal door that you have to open to to get in. Um, it's still it's still outside. It, it's not like a, an enclosed room or anything. Uh, but but think about like those security gates, like security doors in front of houses, right? Where you have like your main house door, and then there's a metal door in front of that. It's like that, except it's its own entryway. Anyways, uh, normally we keep it locked. It was unlocked because we were expecting a package. But we have a doorbell that's outside of that gate that normally people ring that instead of coming to the door. Uh, so we get a knock, but we don't get a doorbell. That's really strange. Uh, and I look out the peephole, and I see it's these two boys. I'm going to say boys. They, they were probably my age, but they look way younger than me. Um, in these, this all brown uniforms with like, it's like brown shorts and like this brown shirt. And they have like a badge on them that has like the California, uh, state, um, kind of like outline and then the bear on it. Uh, so they, they look kind of like official, like one guy is holding an iPad and then the other guy is like standing kind of farther back. Um, and I, for some reason decide all right i'll see what they want you can open the door yeah so i open the door and you know I'm like hi how can i help you and they're like hey we are from um and i will say it california renewable energy it's the shittiest okay. name ever uh sorry grandma um, <laughs> <laughs> um and they you know he goes off talking about how like uh something about we're going around talking to people uh, about, um, you know, solar and about getting, like, renewable energy and stuff set up. Uh, some sort of salesman spiel about that. They're like, can we go take a look at your meter? We want to know, like, do you know if you have a smart meter? And I was like, I have no idea. And he goes, oh, cool. Do you mind if we go look at it? I go, sure. My meter is, like, outside. Any, you know, any Joe off the street can go and look at it. It's not a big yeah. private thing. So, like, whatever. Yeah, go look at it. And I'll return to this in a second, and if I don't, somebody remind me, because there's an interesting point about this. So they go to look at the meter, and I close the door. It's like, ah, oh, this is kind of weird, but whatever. Like, they seem like they are from, the way they presented themselves, like they are from an official California agency. You know, California Renewable Energy. California is a very energy-conscious state in the fact that you know, there's a lot of rebate programs. There's a lot of, like, California wants you to go green and go renewable. So this seems like something that the state would do. You know, send people out to homes to be like, hey, we have rebate programs for like solar, renewable energy, and trying to get people on board. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that suspicious to me up front. Uh, despite the fact that these guys just kind of almost looked too young to be doing this, you know? Again, they're my age, right? Yeah. Uh, but they, they still seemed a bit young. They didn't seem as like experienced and professional. Mm -hmm. So anyways, they go look at the meter, they come back. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So it turns out that you do have one of these meters that looks like this. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we're just trying to go around and see like who qualifies for this rebate program, or not rebate program, but the, this program. Yeah. And he goes off about talking about how like you know solar panels and and whatnot. And this whole time, I'm just trying to like go through my mind: is this legit or is this not? I'm trying to look at the signs, really, really tell. Um, and I tried to get them to go away. Cause they're like, yeah, do you have one of your, uh, PG and E like bills uh, around? And I was like, no, I don't. And they're like, oh, cool. That's fine. Uh, you go, you do paperless. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, could you pull up your bill real quick? And I was like, no, it's like, I can't. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, well, and he again, keeps trying to go on this thing about how, you know, what they're trying to do. And, um, like, yeah, we just need to get your account number so we can look at your, like uh, your energy, like usage and like what you're doing. Mm -hmm to see if you qualify. Again, the whole thing is just trying to see if we qualify for this solar program. Mm -hmm. uh, and he keeps asking me questions about like, yeah, how much do you pay a month for, for energy? You know, we're talking like people around here, we've heard complaints about how much they're paying for electricity. And, you know, we know your neighbor's kind of paying a lot. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of fed up. I keep trying to be like, no, I can't pull up my bill. I'm like, well, we're not interested in whatever. And, and again, I'm trying to be the nice guy, just talking to him. And he brings up, yeah, have you ever thought about solar? And again, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, yeah, you know, we, we've talked about it. And then he goes, oh, good. Well, uh, you know, that's, well, you know, why don't have you got solar yet? I'm like, ah, we're, we want to do other things to the house. And, you know, we'll, we'll think about it in a few years. And he goes, well, why? And I go, oh, you know, money and, and stuff. And he goes, oh, well, that that's good because that's what this is for, you know. And he goes like, yeah, we'll put you on um, a, a plan where your energy bill will be lower, basically. 
Mm-hmm. And he's not going too deep into the information. He's just being like kind of surface level stuff. And I keep trying to talk to him like, yeah, well, how does this work? Like, you know, is the energy going into my house and then the surplus goes into the grid or like, how does that work? And he goes, well, so that's the thing. What we'll do is we'll send out a tech tomorrow or whenever you're available to take a look at your house and see, you know, how we could set it up or, you know, he would be able to answer those questions, not me. Um, and eventually I'm like, fine, I'll pull up my bill. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I want to get you guys out of here. It doesn't matter. It's my account number. What are they going to do with my pg e account number? You know, realistically. Uh, and so I, I pull it up on my phone and I'm like, here's my account number. You know, they're like, oh yeah. And, and what was your name? Here's my name. What's your phone number? You know, good phone number to contact you at. That's my phone number. And that was it in terms of the information I gave him. Yeah. And... They're like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, uh, are you available, you know, tomorrow uh, or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I'm available this time. This this works, whatever. And I was like, where are you guys from again? And they're like, California Renewable Energy. So I, I, I pull up my phone because um, I had to, to to look at the bill. And I'm trying to look them up. And the first link is to an actual, what, I, what might be, I could be wrong, is an actual government agency called california renewable energy but yeah. it's not the same logo that's on their chest hmm. and also when i brought brought this up i was like yeah sorry guys you gotta understand like I'm, i gotta you know you just come to my door i gotta kind of see if this is legit and he goes oh no worries i have a badge and he tries to show me his badge and in my head i'm just like anybody can print out a badge put that thing away that proves nothing to me yeah and so eventually i scroll down a few searches on google and i see the logo that's on their shirt and i see the website and it looks legit it's a nice looking website. It's clean. You know, it's got nice pictures. Uh, the information is there. And I'm like, okay, cool. This seems legit. And I schedule the appointment for them to come the next day at the exact same time. And they leave. And I'm like, cool. Um, and so I'm looking at their website. I'm like, yeah, this looks legit. But I, I, I noticed something a little strange. There's no copyright info on the bottom of the website. Normally, Companies will put, you know, I mean, anybody who has a website will put copyright info uh, at the footer. There's no copyright info of any kind. Hmm. Um, also, keep in mind, this is a .org website. This is not a .gov website, which, you know, again, uh, kind of whatever, but a little yeah. suspicious. Also, when I brought up that first website that was called California Renewable Energy, uh, but the URL was different, I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are part of the the solar um, committee or, or whatever it was stated on the website and they go, no, no, we're, we're not with that. Hmm. Uh, so anyways, I, I look at the website more and I'm like, this website was made on Squarespace. And I can tell because our website is made on Squarespace. I know what the assets look like. I know what all the presets are. And this looks like this is a Squarespace website, which makes sense why it's so clean. So it's not like they paid somebody a lot of money to make this website. They literally could have just gone in, chosen a template, put some words in and that was it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is getting a little more suspicious, but it kind of seems legit. I'm going to look into it further. On the website, they have reviews from Google, but they, it doesn't like link to the actual review. It's just like PNGs of these reviews. Yeah. So I looked them up on Google. I'm going to look at these reviews. First red flag, they're five stars. Like they have a 5.0 star rating. That's really odd. Very few companies have a 5.0 star rating. And they had like, I think 200 and something reviews, right? It's really rare, especially for like a for-profit thing or whatever. Yeah. The first review is the only negative review. It is a one-star review from somebody being like, these people came to my home and coerced me to sign a contract with this solar company, which I will not name because I don't want to give them any attention. Even though if you look this up, you'll find it. Um, and I was like, that's really strange. That's really weird. Like, so basically this company is just like going around under this like shell to get you to sign up for their service. I was like, that's kind of scummy, but whatever. So immediately I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do business with these people. Yeah. But I wanted to look into it further because I wanted to get more information. Like, just what is this? So I'm looking at all of the, the reviews. I was like, why do they have so many five-star reviews? And these reviews are like way too perfect, right? They are all grammatically correct, proper capitalization. Most of these people reviewing don't have a profile picture. Mm. And they 
some of them say like almost the exact same thing, but the words are just a little bit different. Like it's literally the same sentence, but with an extra word added in. So that way it's different, but it still makes sense. So finally, I start looking at what these people reviewed because on Google, you can look at what reviewers reviewed. You can see what other things they've reviewed. And everybody has only reviewed two places. This California Renewable Energy Organization and this solar company that this one guy said they're linked to. And they say the exact same thing in both reviews. Like it's literally like they copy and pasted the review over. Mm. That's really strange. And I was like, maybe like, cause who with a solar company would feel so compelled? Like they were so happy with their service that they were gonna rate a five-star review on both organizations. That's really weird. But I'm like, maybe this is normal, right? Maybe like people will just review like one company. So I look at other businesses around me to see what the reviews look like. They are so varied. And the people that actually review these businesses have reviewed like hundreds of other places. Yeah. There was n almost no instances of somebody just reviewing this one company and that's it. So clearly by deductive reasoning, these, these reviews are fake, right? It is very clear yeah. that they are fake. So I'm trying to think of where to go from here with the, with the story, but the follow-up appointment and nothing happened from that. So, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. That's okay. not as interesting. Uh, but I just want to go into like the investigation that I did into this company. Yeah, so I, I, because here, so I like, obviously digital century is a business in California. Like it's an actual registered business. So, you know, not that it's a big secret, but I know how to look up other businesses in the California system. It's all public, mind you. So I look up this company and they've been in California. There's two versions of this solar company, which we'll just call company X, right? Company X has one that was started in like 2018 and one that was started at the end of 2020, like literally December of 2020 is when they were incorporated. This California Renewable Energy Organization does not exist, aside from the legitimate one that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Aside from that legit one, this other, like these people that came to my door, they don't exist. They're not real. Um, and I go and I, I look on the Better Business Bureau and I look at uh, Company X and again, they have only a few reviews, like five of them, four of them, all five stars, all that same. They're too perfect. But the top one, which was very recent, again, says this is a fake company. Don't do like these people from California Renewable Energy came to my door. Literally the exact same thing that's been happening to me, uh, except these people actually signed a contract and now they're in like a really bad deal, basically. Uh, where like this company is not following like the guidelines and they've had their consumer rights taken away and all this jazz yeah. because they signed a contract thinking that they were getting a, a rebate program or like a good deal. Finally, I check Yelp and Yelp, same thing. There's like five reviews. Three of them are perfect. Two of them say the same thing, right? Yeah. All, all this negative stuff. Um, and I'm still interested in like who these people are right now. I'm like, I I'm almost like... I can just say no at this point and be satisfied, but I want more evidence for myself as hunt. to like, yeah. So bef down. before these gentlemen left my home, they showed me a business card. Now he wouldn't really? give me this business card. He said, it's my last one, but you can take a picture of it. So I took a picture and I reference this picture and I look up the, the area code of the number. Cause it's not a five, five, nine number. It's not local. Mm -hmm. The number, the area code is from Salt Lake City, Utah. That's really odd. Yeah. So now I look up this guy's name. He has a unique name, so it's not hard to find him. Facebook profile pops right up. I can easily identify this guy. Mm -hmm. Again, you look at his Facebook profile. This is all public information, by the way. <laughs> Just to be clear. You look at his Facebook profile, and he, he graduated from a university in Utah. He's yeah. from Utah. Like, he, like, everything in his profile is from Utah. Finally, I look up the URL, uh, I believe, of the solar company. I, I don't know if I looked at the, the California Renewable Energy URL. It was registered in Utah. Mm -hmm. 
Finally, another strange fact is that on the Better Business Bureau website, it states that the business has been um, in business for like eight years, which is strange because in California, the business has only been incorporated for either A, less than a year, or B, like two years. Yeah. And so then anyway, so I, I've decided like, no, I'm not doing this. This is clearly either a scam or just really scummy business practices. And so the next day I'm all prepared. The guy, and I keep my gate locked this time. I'm like, no, this guy's not coming to my door. Rings the doorbell. He stands there. I open the door and before, like he opened his mouth, but before he could say anything, I just said, we're no longer interested. Have a good day and just close the door. I didn't, he, that was it. That was end of discussion. Because one thing that I need to work on personally and need to remember is that when people come to my home and talk to me at my door, I have a door that if I want to end the conversation, I can end it at any moment by just yeah. closing the door. And that's it. That's the end of the discussion. So I exercised <laughs> that right uh, that day. Um, but what's strange about it is... Again, it was somebody from California Renewable Energy, right? It wasn't even somebody from the actual solar company that they are a shell for. It was mm. still under the skies of the organization. One thing that I realized later is that all these guys look the same. Now, when these two guys came to my door initially, the gentleman who spoke to me did say, then this is my brother, which also should have been a red flag. Like what, you, yeah. you two brothers are working a part of this organization, going to people's doors? Like who, what organization would do that? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And then this other guy who came to my door who was going to inspect the home, he also looked very similar. Like, same hair color, like, same sort of kind of face. So I've sort of deduced that this is a family business, and it's a really scummy business in the way that they're they're getting customers. Yeah. Um, and what really sucks is that I saw them later that day across the street at my neighbor's house. Like, another, like, single guy looking at this person's home... And so, like, I feel like my neighborhood has been targeted, you know, by this organization. And a lot of people in my neighborhood are probably about to get scammed. And it's really sad. Um, one note about the truck that I, I, I'm going to go back to. So, again, you know, remember how they said that they, they wanted to check my meter and they said they checked it. And we do yeah. have, like, this smart meter. Well, I was leaving for work later on. And I get in my truck and I realize... My truck is blocking any access to my, my meter. Like, they would have had to climb over my truck in order to get to the meter. Hmm. And they said they checked it, which is really strange. Uh, I suppose they could have maybe have tried to find an angle on it. But, I mean, there's like a big bush, a big hedge in the way. And then there's my truck blocking the path to the meter. And you can't see the meter from where my truck is. So, you'd have to go by the bush. But, again, I don't know how they would have done that. Interesting. So, yeah, all this to say, I almost got scammed, and uh, it's really silly. And so if you ever have anybody claiming to be a part of California Renew Renewable Energy, um, one, don't answer the door. Two, uh, don't. <laughs> and th this is best practice that I already know, and I should have followed, that if anybody comes to your door to solicit anything, no. Just say no. Doesn't matter what they're offering, just say no. And if it's somebody from an official organization like PG&E, they even say on PG&E's website that if somebody come to comes door. to your door, you can check one their badge, and then you can call PG&E and check to see if they're legit. Yeah. So, you know, you can do the same thing with police officers too. If you don't of feel course. comfortable, call the station to confirm and verify. And you should do that because it's really easy to just impersonate somebody from an organization, right? Oh yeah. Anyways, uh, that's that's my story, and it was just like this realization after they left and after I did all this digging that this is not a legit organization. It's really, I don't know. I just I felt almost betrayed. I was like, man, what what scummy people, you know? Especially if it's this like family business, like ugh. Yeah. What scumbags. And I feel bad for my neighbors. And the worst part of it is there's so many people out there who are doing that. Like, not just that one company and not just a solar company. There's so many people trying to scam people and trying to get an easy buck or whatever it is. 
yeah, yeah. Like, that definitely reminds me of like we've had it happen like two or three times in this past year that uh or at least once here where we're living at now and then two in the last complex we lived at like these guys were like you know are you you know can we take a look at your pg&e account blah blah blah, blah. you could be paying too much or whatever and my my wife knows how to, how to shut the door she she's a lot more aggressive with that for me like you jeff i try to be the nice guy give him the benefit because also I know what it was like to do that kind of a job. And it's it feels terrible to be on the receiving end to have someone just slam the door on your face when you're simply trying to do your job, whether or not it's a, for a good cause or a bad cause, whatever. So from that perspective, I try to be the good guy. But yeah, that whole thing you just described, shady as F. Like, <laughs> man, it's it's good good on you for for handling that the way you did, doing the research. That that's I, just bad, man. I went in I like you knocked on the wrong door. You rock, you knocked on the door of somebody because we have a lot of people around here uh, who they're either retired or they're like middle aged and have like a family, right? Yeah. A lot of these people don't know any better. You know, you're gonna show up in uniform because that's the whole reason why I answered the door. Like this dude had an iPad. This dude looked like official. You know, I was like, oh, maybe this is important. Like maybe I need to answer this door. You know, and have that conversation. But. Oh, man, it, it was just awful. And yeah. I I really thought about it. I was like, I really want to put up a sign now that just says no soliciting, soliciting. Yeah. which won't do anything because one of the reviews, one of the negative ones that they hadn't had taken down, because I'm pretty sure that's what they do. They just have the negative reviews removed. Yeah. Um, but one of them said that, like, I have, like, five no soliciting signs and your people still knocked on my door. So, you know, that's just not fun um, that just reminds me of one day on that job we worked a neighborhood out like in north clovis and me and my supervisor at the time we were going up and down one street while the other two guys we were working with they were on another street i just remember my supervisor goes up to a door i turn around to go down the street like not even a minute I turn around and he's rushing out down that driveway and he's like, dude, the craziest shit just happened right now. As soon as the homeowner opened the door, he's like, you better get the F off my lawn. And he had a gun on him. <laughs> and the guy was like, nope. <laughs> he just spun around. It's crazy. I mean, so like, so the thing that you were doing, Dom, not as scummy because you were just like a straight up salesman for the company that you represented. This was like they were under the guise of a different organization. You know, that's like, Dom, if you and I went out and we had Digital Century and then we went out under the guise of another company to advertise like, hey, man, are you looking to like sell your house? Like, yeah, we can take photos for your, you know, or like. Uh, we're an agency that helps people sell their homes and then you hire in air quotes you know digital century to take the photos right when we're all the same thing it's just a shell company it's the worst thing ever it should be yeah. illegal i'm pretty sure it is but <laughs> what am i gonna do yeah. I, I i really did seriously i've considered going over to my neighbors and just being like hey did these people talk to you like yeah don't Please don't. Like, just be careful, you know? Yeah, you should. Because it's like the solar company, I think, is legit. Like, yeah, they actually install solar. It's, you know, whatever. But they're mis they're misrepresented by this other thing. Yeah, they're, they're misrepresenting themselves and have a scummy way of getting business. And also, like, again, I don't know what the contracts are like, but according to the people who left reviews that actually signed contracts, like, it, it's not great. It's not a great thing. So... But I will tell you, it was very satisfying having all that information in my head and knowing when that guy came that I'm just going to shut the door in his face and shut the door in his face. I did that. The face of this this boy, this guy. Sorry, they look really young. It's just you know, um, when, when I open the door and he opens his mouth and I just immediately am like, we are no longer interested. Have a good day. And as I close the door, I just see his face and he's just kind of still like, like what, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It was great. Most people, most people don't do the research like what you did, like super in depth. Right. No. And for one, most people don't know how to navigate that kind of 
stuff. So, I mean, like yeah. I said, good on you. You did the research. You went all like you went all in, man. Good I for almost you. didn't, though, like because I looked at the website after they left and I was like, yeah, this looks legit. Like I'm reading all the information they have on there. I was like, yeah, this this makes sense. You know, like, again, this seems like a California thing to do. But I don't know. It just it seemed a little sketchy. And yeah. So Honestly, if you are, oh, go, sorry, no, no, go for go, it. Go, it's, no, no, it's fine. You, I I, saying, I for, if you are one of these people who came to my door, uh, please reconsider your life and what you're doing because it is, I mean, it's very scummy. And also, don't give your actual name on a business card because anyone can look you up and just, you know, like if you're going to create a shell company, like at least maybe create some aliases for your employees <laughs> anyways um i don't know i think I, I had more to that but also yeah just don't give your, your your info out to people who come to your door i don't care who they are unless it's like actually pg e you know yeah and, and you see the truck and you verify with pg e but also like i would argue if anybody from an official organization needs to talk to you if they come to your door and they and you don't answer, they're going to leave a notice or something yeah. to be like, hey, we tried to contact you. This is important. You know, like you don't have to answer the door, but you can always close it. And you should because it's, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, you remind me of that scene in Star Wars 2 in the in the bar. You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to go, go home, home and rethink your, your life. life. <laughs> I think there's a thing in I maybe can't and I forgot. Or Legends where he uh he actually did. He quit selling death sticks and went off and like did some good things in the galaxy. Random it's, Star Wars fact for you. But. It's funny that you mentioned that. I thought I, I remember hearing that it's actually the opposite. He got he does think about his life and he keeps doing it. Oh, yeah, who knows? It's Star Wars, no, it has to be a, a happy a happy thing. Yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm gonna uh. be hopefully laughing about that for a while especially just thinking about you know do, do, do you want to i have a badge it's like you think i care about your stupid badge like your badge proves nothing to me i've I, seen enough supernatural to to know that when you guys come to my door <laughs> <laughs> like i can go to to office depot and make my own badge and and say i'm a part of this organization like i don't care about your badge dude you're also a terrible salesman. I'm sorry. You just, you got somebody who wanted to be nice and also wanted you to leave through any means possible that was easy, but still like not hurtful. Mm -hmm. So anyways, also I, I have your face saved on my phone if you do anything. Anyways, <laughs> stop there. Interesting um, side note. Look, man, security is a big thing. Oh, yeah. We yeah, installed like, one of those this, ring this doorbells. Yeah. Basically, it did make me want to get, like, more security measures, though. It's like, like the, again, these people are, are, I'm assuming, just trying to scam me out of money in, and make me overcharge for solar panels and solar installed and whatnot. But, mm. you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's the whole thing. I'm done talking. My voice hurts. <laughs> Don't sell people stuff to their door. It's not nice. <laughs> He's very passionate about this, I can tell. Well, it's crazy because like back in the day, people would go and sell like Tupperware at your door. Yeah. And that was like a normal thing. And then now it's just like, if someone were to do that, you'd be like, oh, these people are so annoying. They're like, why are they knocking on my door and all this kind of stuff? And like most people, I mean, like, we don't answer the door. 95% of the time, we don't answer the door unless we recognize the company. If it's somewhere like random person, I'm like, call me, leave a note. Other than, other than that, I'm not answering the door. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. My wife almost signed up way back in college when we first started dating. To, like, basically door-to-door -door salesman, but for knives. And I, this was around yeah. the time that I was, I was in that job, uh, that solar job. And I think I told her, like, don't do it. Like, it's going to be the worst thing don't don't do it and she ultimately did not do it thankfully 
and just you telling that story, Jeff, it reminds me all the, the days I had to do that stupid job. And sometimes I question the legitimacy of the company I was working for. Like, I can't remember. I had hmm. to ask for people's account numbers, but I remember I had to get their phone, their name, phone number, and home address. So that way it's relative right to the house. Uh, but I never re requested to look at someone's account, I don't think. But it was more like, hey, if you're interested, here it is. Here's what the program is, that, that sort of thing. My manager will be the one to talk to you more about it. I'm simply here to see whether or not you, you potentially could qualify kind of thing. And I didn't like it. It's not a job that I would recommend for anyone, but it would. it is a job that would get you out of your comfort zone, hopefully. You know, and I hated it. To this day, I did not recommend it for anybody. No yeah, dude, and and I, I worked as a passport agent for like three and a half years at Fresno State, and um, I mean that's a legitimate business. We had background checks, and we worked for the Department of, of State, and we had unique agent codes and all this stuff, recertification training, all these things. And I mean, I've asked like thousands of people their social security numbers, their addresses, their birth certificates, marriage certificates, and I felt shady doing that. And that's a completely legitimate. And people were very reluctant to give me the information too. They're like, oh, really? You need all that stuff? And I was like, yeah. Like, you're trying to travel to another country. But, like, that to that degree, it's like that one of the highest, like, personal things, information you have to get from somebody, all the way down to, like, door-to-door -door sales. And I think it's just sharing any information about our personal life is very daunting for most people. So it's like, I couldn't imagine... It, it takes a special kind of person to handle those kind of jobs. Yeah. And it, it makes me think of like even news reporters, journalists. Um, I think there was another one where basically, uh, what was it there? It was a type of individual. I, damn it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Basically, they're like uh, psychotic or whatever that term is. There's, I forget what it was, but basically... It's because they got past the point of having to care about what other people think or say or whatever. Like they, they remove the human element to mm -hmm. just get to the to the end of the job the what details. they need. Yeah. Exactly. So as opposed to like a actual full on psycho killer where they actually hurt people, that's the boundary that they do not cross. Of course. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. It takes a very type special type of person like that to be able to handle these kind of jobs well efficiently because you and i are more like oh like this feels uncomfortable like we don't i don't like this yeah man and i i would have to because a lot of my stuff was like a lot of families and things and a lot of times like i'd have one parent with you know their kids and i have to have both parents and if not um i have to have proof of divorce a death certificate and a lot of times there was i mean one of one or the other and I would see all the details of how this couple got divorced, how the husband or wife died or whatever happened. And I'm just like, oh, man, I can't. This is I don't want to ask for these things. And I remember even I had a couple people that um, uh, like I was like, oh, it's first like on your ID. It says that you're female, but on your birth certificate it says that you're male. Like I was I'm like, how do I go about this? And they mm -hmm. you know, gave me, you know, documents showing that they're in transition, all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, oh, like I I feel awkward asking this from somebody else. Like, I'm just trying to give you your paperwork and that's it. Yeah. So I, it does definitely take a certain type of person um, to just be like, all right, give me this. And some, some days I'd have to shut that off because like, I just have to be kind of robotic about just gathering people's information and not worrying about the emotive human aspect of it because it's hard. Yeah, it definitely takes a mental toll on the individual, at least that if they're being affected by it. Otherwise, it's just like, it's whatever, you know? This yeah. kind of person that I am and that that is just another day on the job kind of thing. And I think it does maybe catch up to some some people. Like I know um, I have some family in law enforcement and um, and uh, a buddy of mine is in the army and stuff. And and then you also people who are like uh, coroners or, you know, have to deal with that kind of stuff. Like you can shut yourself off for a little bit, but it does catch up at the end of your days or at certain times of the years. It's just like it hits you all at once kind of thing. Just I think just like with any of us, you know, if we deal with mourning or loss or something, it, it does catch up one day if we're trying to like put it off. Yeah. And then it's hard to like, how do you, how do you not take that home to your family mm -hmm. kind of thing? Right. Especially for like exactly. cops and like military personnel. Yeah, definitely. 
And as we close out this episode, just remember some best practices. Uh, one, don't give people your personal info if they come to your door, no matter who they say they are. Um, PG&E on their website, they say they will never ask you for this information, either over the phone or whatever. Um, so don't don't give people that information. If people are pressing you, honestly, if you want to be the nice guy about it and you don't want to just close the door in somebody's face, just say, well, let me think about it and we'll get back to you. And then if they keep persisting, then be then again, then just be like, no, thank you. Because <clears throat> I don't tell you right off the bat. If they keep persisting, like, well, no, we need a decision from you right now. Be like, well, then the answer is no. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, and mind you, I did tell these people one point during our conversation, the initial one. I was like, yeah, we're not really interested in this. And then he kind of kept talking. It's a typical salesman thing, right? You just kind of just keep going. Um, so, yeah, just be careful out there. Um, especially people in the Fresno area because these people are scummy. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening and watching everyone and listening to my 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 story and my and my, my my experience. Your, your TED talk. My my <laughs> TED, TED talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for solar scabs. Only get solar when you're ready. And when you've done your research, not when people come to your door and try and make promises to you. That's bad. Then don't trust people that are overly nice. Anyways, I I've been Jeff. Dom, Christian here. You can follow us at Digital Century C on all social media platforms, mainly or you know Facebook, Twitter, and, and Instagram, and, and and Twitch. Maybe not all platforms. We're not on Snapchat. We're not on TikTok, at least not yet. But you know, one day. Uh, and you know, yeah, just uh, no solicitors. Have a good day.